Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Getting to the Truth in This Art. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with two folks, not just one. Usually it's just me and one other person and it's a one-on-one. I'm, 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 I'm in trouble now. It's two people here. It's two people here. So hopefully my questions are good this week. I have Kayla and I have Alex from the Hot Sauce Art Collective on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Great to be on. So yeah, thank you. Um, I, we we have a um, we have a mutual connection here. Previous guest uh, Italo was on here uh, a few weeks back, maybe maybe a couple months ago at, at this point. And it's funny. Um, I actually picked his brain earlier because I ordered some like fire Brazilian food, and he gave me some suggestions on what to have. So I was like, all right, good looking. And he was just like, yeah, definitely interview my folks. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do that as well. Let's get it in. Um, so I want to learn a little bit more about your individually, your um, background as creatives and um, a bit on the Hot Sauce Art Collective. Okay. So feel free, e- either of you. Uh, let's, let's start with Kayla. <laughs> okay, ladies first. <laughs> Um, well, my name is Kayla Fryer, and uh, I've been, um, I, would, I would go off by saying I am a visual artist working in printmaking and painting, and I also am a curator, I'm an arts administrator, um, so I do a dabble in a, a little bit of everything. Um, I got into art uh, in college. I think I've always been a creative since I was young. I would just find things and go at it. <laughs> so yeah, I just would go at it. So like, that was kind of something that I loved doing, but I didn't know that I would be in, this would be my career path. I never, um, when I was younger said, Oh, I'm going to be an artist. Oh, I'm going to work in the arts. Oh, I'm going to do this. It was kind of like, Oh, okay. I like it. Cool. Um, but as when I got in college, I really realized how passionate I was about it. And it just took off from there. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm driven a lot by my faith because God is really why I actually do what I do. I didn't actually, I always tell these people because it was, it's honest the truth. I didn't really believe that I was a good artist. I just was like, I just like to do this. Right. <laughs> I don't, I didn't believe that I was good enough to be in a museum or be in a gallery or be in anything. It was just kind of something that I just enjoyed. So to do this was definitely a leap of faith and, sure. um, taking that risk um, and showcasing my work. And I absolutely enjoy it and I love it. And I wouldn't choose any other career path other than this. That's great. So Alex, um, how, what was your, what was your story? How did you get involved? And uh, how did you get involved in um, being a creative and into the art scene? Um, it's the one thing that I feel like is it challenges, it challenges me, but doesn't bore me. Um, I don't know, I always kind of was, like, drawing things when I was younger. Like, uh, I'll be bored in class, like, in mostly all of my classes. I think the one art class I could remember was, like, from middle school. But I was I was bored in, like, the majority of my classes because I understood the work. So I was always first to be done. I would, I would sleep in class, you know, like, most of the time. Because uh, I was done with work. Like, my teacher would ask me to, like, help the other kids out when I wasn't doing anything. Aside from that, I'm just sitting there falling asleep or whatever. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm drawing something. You know, like, you know, they're, uh, when you're younger, they're like, don't 
you know, watch out for like ink poisoning. Don't draw yourself. Like I would draw my my bugs. I would draw my <laughs> notebooks. I would draw my arm. You know, like like fake tattoos. I didn't even know anything about tattoos at the time. I was just drawn to draw. But yeah, I was always into that. Um, but then also my older siblings also dabbled dabbled a little bit into art. So I was um, I just was like, I'm gonna be an artist. You know, I, and it was crazy because. I was really into it from elementary school to middle school. And then I don't know why I thought high school was such a big deal. I'm like, man, I'm not going to make no money doing this. So I got to <laughs> choose a different career path. So then I, I like threw all my drawings away in a trash can as I was like walking out of uh, the last day of middle school. Cause I'm like, it's, it's a thing, you know, like they <laughs> feed it to kids. Like don't be an artist type of thing. And that was already uh, like, I gotta, I gotta be like a lawyer or a doctor or something to be successful. So I'm like, all right, let me go live this boring life. You know, I gotta do this. <laughs> but then as time progressed, like, like I said, I, I remember I had an art class back in middle school and one of my teachers actually submitted one of my drawings into a competition and it won, it placed, I think like third or second place. I was like, I didn't know anything about this, but thanks. Thanks for giving me back my drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was always into like drawing things. Like I would draw things for like my, my, um, my classmates. Like they were like, yeah. Hey, like, you know, draw me a picture of like all the things I like and all that type of stuff. And I would just like do it. Like I always kept markers on me, pencils, like in my pockets, I, I keep it on me. People say I keep it on me. I keep a pencil <laughs> on me. I keep a marker on me and I keep a pen on me. Cause I don't know what tool I'm going to need, but I know I'm ready for it. It's no. funny because I was I was thinking that when you said I was like you always get that thing on you. <laughs> you know what I'm I always keep it. I keep it. I keep it on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I got it on me. Um, but yeah, and from there it's just been it's been great. Like I went to college. Um, I wasn't planning on going to college at the time, but I got accepted into Morgan State, and it was like it, and it was weird finding out like this is how college worked. It was like all right, so today's the day you pick your major. I'm like pick my major. I just got here like last week. I ain't think about none of this stuff. So I'm like, all right, I got to pick my major. I'm, I'm like, think about this as I'm walking to the table because I, I'm like, I wasn't, I'm like, ah, so I, I could major in art. Or I can major in architecture because I love architecture. Um, I like like the different art styles and how that just plays a big part in life and how people function because of the way things are set up. Not to, make it sound like this but it's almost like a rat in a maze you you move yeah. is the way the things are built in and where you're at i hope i'm not rapping for too long with this introduction but <laughs> no no no. um it, it's funny it's funny some of the things you say because my, my ears are perking up like when you describe like middle school like two things and i'm also a morgan alum as well so you got that uh so back in back in um in i think middle school um i would be one of those students that were run through his work, finish it. I'm like, I'm going to put that B plus effort in. I'm going to get that A maybe. And I'm going to sit down. I'm going to draw X-Men for the next half an hour while everyone else is struggling through this test. And people would ask me to draw stuff for them. And I remember um, one day, one of the teachers, she saw my artwork and I I was kind of like really protective, you know, like, look, this is my good one right here. I'm keeping this. And earlier that day, it was a different class. Teacher took it, threw my drawing away. And I was really, I was crestfallen. So the teacher in the later class, she took, I was working on a comic book actually. And she took one of my sketches and she was like, this is really good. And 
next thing you know, like all the teachers knew about it. And it's like, yeah, this black kid is doing this comic book that was like a wild pastiche of X-Men. And yeah, so I, I definitely, my ears perked up when you were telling your, um, your, your early background. Um, let's see. Um, what, it, it, let, let's, let's flip it. Uh, let's flip the order here. What is your inspiration and what personal experiences have influenced your creativity? My inspiration. Uh, my inspiration is just like having people see and enjoy. And this is going to sound weird because I was talking about a boring life, but the mundaneness and not even like the mundane things, but seeing the seeing and appreciating life for what it is, because, sure. you know, when you get to a certain point and I guess adulthood, you realize people have been putting, you know, they they masked you from the the realities of life as in like the how bad things can get right so okay. and it's like every people don't appreciate the little things that they have because they're always trying to chase like that bigger thing as the end goal of whatever their life is in some form or fact so it's like appreciating the little things it's like a breeze like a breeze is a very little thing it, it, it passes by really quickly you might barely notice it or not and some people don't even take account for that like you first of all you have the the sense to feel that breeze and if you're hot it probably cooled you down and you know it's just like a, a lot you can take from that little thing you know appreciating like being able to see just the yeah. like like color um being able to see texture being able to feel texture and everyone has those things um you know just appreciating every little thing you have and being thankful so i i make my art it's it's uh somewhat abstract um but it's for to have people appreciate color i have a lot of color in my work i show a lot of texture in my work and all those things derive from the things i see on a daily basis it could be um anything like i'm talking about a breeze that could be a tree it could be some interaction i had with someone it's just like just anything i experienced in life where i felt i need to expand upon inside of the work you know i i, I pay attention it. to the little details of, of stuff and so much so that i know the noise a lot of people i've, I've come to contact with and who probably had to work with me but i the little details matters and i always try to keep my eye out on those things so that i don't want to miss a beat you know because then i might miss out on a sense of inspiration um, I love, you know, staring out into space if I have the time, just giving yourself that sense to have a, a clear mind to mm-hmm. not just breathe, but let your mind breathe and not be overrun with like all these thoughts of all the stuff you got to do and, you know, this, that, and the third, but yeah. yeah, just peace, 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 and happiness. You know, it's just, I dig it. that's, that's that. I was going to actually comment on what he said, because he's actually gone for a hike and we've stand and taking pictures because Alex was so inspired by a leaf or like the sun had to be a certain way. So his inspiration is definitely, he takes those time, those moments to really appreciate those things. And I've seen it firsthand. So I understand those things. <laughs> I wanted to thumbs him up on that. Oh yeah. So how about yourself? How about yourself? Your, um, your, uh, your inspiration and, uh, and how your personal experiences have um, influenced your creativity. Um, so for me, um, a lot of my work is focused on emotion, especially the black emotion. I focus on African-American figures and portraits and my, my inspiration honestly comes from my 
personal adolescent experience of not being able to express myself or being able to really feel vulnerable in those spaces that you would think that you can be, whether that's around family, around friends. Um, In my paintings, I really open the doorway of allowing um, vulnerability to happen and for people to kind of connect with those emotions that all of us as humans feel. Um, I really focus in on the gaze and the expression on the face and the color choices that I use, blues and pinks and sometimes reds and blacks really intensifies those emotions and brings them further a little deeper. Um, And I, yeah, that's basically what I like to do. And my own personal experience is, um, you know, growing up, I, I wasn't allowed to really express myself. And that's why I, I clung to art so hard because with art, I was able to basically do whatever I wanted. It was like free reign. It was no one can say no. It was just right. I do whatever. And, and when I paint and when I draw, I feel that still. There are paintings that I've done in my earlier work called Girl and Boy Blue, where I just literally put myself on the canvas and just allow those feelings that I felt, whether it's feeling lost or feeling alone or feeling angry. Um, I just allowed, you know, allow that to just come forward. And normally I would just get us, I find a subject that I resonated with and the emotions that I find on the face, or I take a picture of my family or my friends um, and those emotions that I catch, um, whether they could be talking, they could be saying something um, with the people that I take photos of, or they could be in their elements, whatever they're doing. I, I just catch that image and I look at it and I realize this is, this is the emotion that I want to convey and I want yeah. the world to see. And I want others to see um, that this, that this emotion is there and it's real and we should be able to experience it and feel it. And we should not be brushed aside what we feel as black people, as men and women of African-American descent, like we are allowed to feel and we should be able to. Um, So that's basically what my pieces are about. Sounds great. Um, So I realized that I didn't uh, ask the question or I didn't get the the answer on the question about the, the collective, the art collective. So if you both would speak on that a little bit, and then I got like two more questions and then give you back the rest of your Friday and then some shameless plugs too. shameless plug time, social media and all of that stuff. But, um, the hot sauce collective, uh, speak on that a bit. Okay. Uh, you want to go Alex or you want me to go? I'll go ahead and you can, uh, hit whatever I don't miss. I mean, whatever I do miss. That that order was off for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So the Hot Sauce Art Collective was a very what's the word? It's like the Big Bang, you know. It was kind of instantaneous. It wasn't something that was really thought that much upon. It was like, hey, we all make art. Let's make art as a group. But even more so, it was, it was like, all right, let me let me let me go further on this before I go back on that. So sure. yeah, so we so we are all artists, um, and we have certain relations with like connections with one another. So based upon that, we came to the conclusion 
that, you know, we can work together as a group, as a collective and support one another. Um, and we have sort of like the same mindset in terms of our goals as artists, is in terms of where we want to go, where we want to be, what we're trying to do. So all of that, you know, worked works in correlation with, with each other. And because and that's how we came to be as a group. And then to go further upon that, uh, the shows that have been coming along is us trying to bring, give others opportunity that, you know, we're not quite seeing right now because of the current situation of the pandemic, but also because of just how galleries kind of run. Not everybody's going to get that opportunity. So, um, you know, and especially like with local artists trying to, trying to find those, um, I don't want to make them seem small, but not, you know, like names that not a lot of people have heard, but um, to get their work out there so that they can be seen and can be heard. Um, But also back on what I was trying to say is it's like as an artist, when you finish with school, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, even without being an artist, when you finish with school, you've been studying for something, you've been living a certain type of life for a certain amount of years, for a certain amount of time. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like, you know how they say thrust into the world and yes. you don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You get a job. Yeah. You get your money. Yeah. But then you're like, what, what's going on? You know, it's, it's almost like waking up from a dream because right. you were doing something and you were in a certain space and maybe things were good. Maybe things weren't good, but there's a sense of loss and the disconnect and you kind of have to find yourself and having people there to, you know, keep what you have left together so it doesn't all fall apart. That's also kind of what that was, too. So uh, and in addition to the collective, it was also like, you know, it's a good support system. Um, having someone that can push you, you know, to another level with your work and even with yourself, because sometimes, you know, you have that internal struggle that makes you makes it difficult for you to work on something when it comes to your artwork. So it plays, it plays a lot of parts, but that's, that's my take on it. Whatever I missed, go ahead and bat that out. <laughs> um, no, the, 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 I think you've covered basically everything. We're um, a group of artists. We're four of us, James, Italo, Alex, and myself. And we came together based off of, you know, some people knew each other and then all of us knew each other. And then we just came together as a group and um, we decided to do the pop-up exhibitions based off of one of the group's ideas. Like one of us had an idea and we all agreed and it just, we all understood that this time, you know, we love art. We love seeing art. Things are closed let's make this happen so we can see art and other people can see art too. It was kind of like, we want this to happen. So we just came together and was like, yeah, let's do this. And, um, you know, I'm happy and I believe we're all happy to see how far it's come and how far it's going to go. Even after this pandemic is over, I think having pop-up exhibitions is so amazing. It literally brings 
the artwork to the people, <laughs> like literally it brings it to the neighborhood. It brings it to that community so that that community gets to see it. And maybe some people never ever get to see this kind of artwork before, or maybe they've never experienced a pop-up exhibition before. So it's like you're giving people a new experience during a time where things are slowed down and shut down. And yeah. I think that's really, um, yeah, I think we, it's all gravy. <laughs> it's all gravy. That's that's good. That's really good. Um, and I, I think that with a lot of a lot of the concessions and a lot of the changes that's been made over the last however many months, I don't remember what date it is at this point. Uh, you have to find just different ways to try to capture that same experience. And sometimes just looking at something digital doesn't always work out. So having a version of it, a safer version of it, a, a pop-up or I've seen some places like, um, I think like creative Alliance, they've been doing like those curbside serenades and all of that. It still kind of gets you back to what was there. And a lot of people appreciate it and they don't realize like, damn, I've not seen anything. I've not been to this museum. I've not seen any of this stuff. I haven't seen live music and you miss it. it it's part of, um, not having the arts around whatever way we look at it. It's 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 damaging a little bit. It's damaging from a culture standpoint. Yeah. Um so that brings me to to Baltimore. And I like to wrap up with some of my Baltimore questions. These are the hard ball busting questions. I've had people get really nervous about these. You know, earlier in the summer, there was a crab cake question that had people crying. Factual. No. Uh, <laughs> um but I, I want to I talk about I want to talk about the art scene in Baltimore though a little bit and and this and this one is going to be for for um, for you for you Kayla so the the art scene what in your opinion makes the art scene in Baltimore so unique Oh I think it feels like a community I think that's what makes it so unique because everyone kind of knows everybody and everyone's for everybody. It's like, you know, this person, I'm going to hook you up with this person. You know, this person I'm hooking you up with. It's such a community vibe that I've never experienced myself before that I absolutely love it. Like, I think once I got into the scene, it was like, yo, like everyone knows everybody. <laughs> is real. Like that's a real thing. But then everyone is so hopeful for everyone to win. It's not like, oh, we're just winning. It's like, no, I know this person. I think you should put them in the show too. Oh, have you heard about this person? Have you heard about this? Oh, we're doing this event. Have you heard about this? Like, it's like a lot of the events or things I'm hearing about is all word of mouth. Yeah. And um, I think that's really dope and special about Baltimore. Well, thank you. That's, that's, that's good. I like, I like to hear that. I like to hear that positive vibe there because, um, some places they have like this click setting and they have this outsider bias. It's like, Oh, you're not from here. Um, and so what do you, what is your connection to Baltimore? Are you from here? Are you a transplant? What are you, what is your connection to Baltimore? I'm a transplant. You guys, I'm not from Baltimore. Where are you from? Where are you I'm from? Georgia's County. I'm from PG County. <laughs> not close enough. And close enough. I'm from PG. I'm not from out of state or nothing, but I'm from PG. And, um, <laughs> and, um, I came to Baltimore. How did I come to Baltimore? Actually, one of our members, he, James actually came to Baltimore to go to Towson. He was pressing me for a long time to go to Towson. 
um, when we were at community college back at PG Community. And I was like, nah, bro, I'm not going to Towson. It was just like, nah, bro, I ain't going. Like, I was like, no, I want to go out of state. I don't want to stay in Maryland. I was over Maryland at that point. I was like, I'm going out of state. Forget that. I ended up going to College Park, okay? Don't hate me. I ended up going to College Park. They gave me all the money. I got there for free. So that's the reason why I went. But I know, right? I know, right? But that's the only reason why I went. It was because it was free 99. It was free. I ain't paying a dime. So that is... (laughs) I'm not trying to be in the state. Let me go to the state college... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the one with the name in the right. title. <laughs> they got the flag. Oh, hey, uh, y'all see the flag? First day on the campus. Don't oh, hate the state me. I'm leaving. <laughs> right. I know. It was literally God was God was playing with me because I was supposed to go somewhere. I was supposed to go to New York. It was it was it was it was crazy. But I ended up staying in Maryland, and it, you know, it was a blessing to stay here because I got so much. I learned so much more about Maryland and the art scene here. And I'm happy to be plugged in here. And I had to go to a whole different state to try to be an artist. You know, I'm, I'm able to learn here about the state, like the state of Maryland, but also mostly Baltimore, like a whole art hub that I had no idea about. I had no clue up there in PG County. I had no idea that Baltimore was just this, like neck of excellence when it comes to art, like literally, like it was right here in my own state. I'm thinking I had to go somewhere else and it's right here. So it was like, I'm glad to have stayed and I'm glad to know and go to, and, and, and first, like I, one thing I actually did in Baltimore was I did a fellowship with the urban arts leadership as part of the greater Baltimore culture Alliance. And that really gave me more information about the history of Baltimore. I learned so much about like how everything started, like, you know, the people, the culture, like the, the different um, locations that were so popular and so big back in like the 1940s. And it was just like, wow, it's so much richness here. And people don't even know it. Like if you come here, if you go to Baltimore, you will see it. You'll see it through the people. You'll see it through the places. All right, I'm wrapping out. But yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and yeah, y'all heard it here. Come to Baltimore. Um, this is a, this is a, this is a, um, a, a one word answer for the both of you. And then opportunity to shamelessly plug and get out of here because zoom is going to kick me out and kick all of us off soon. But, um, so for both of you, this is one word answer. Baltimore is fill in the blank. Amazing. Alex. <laughs> Baltimore's a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I think yeah that that's that's gonna be it for me because I just that just it covers a lot of areas just that one statement you know and you know what I'm talking about because you're from here so <laughs> I do I do that's like, that's fire actually just just that's it you know that that's 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 my emotion right there like I love it every day <laughs> I'm a big fan <laughs> so um. That's that's great. Uh, so in the final moments, um, again, thank, thank both of you for coming on. This has been a treat for me. Um, I've learned something. Uh, so any events that you have coming up, um, where can they check out your stuff, social media, all of that stuff, pop-ups, all of that stuff, so you know, hit them with whatever. That, uh, that sales pitch. Yeah, hit them with the wild pitch. We got to talk real fast like they'll be doing at the auction. So you can hit us up on hotsauceonline.com. Uh, we also have a IG at hot underscore sauce art. I believe that's right. Kayla, is that right? 
Yes, that's right. Hot <laughs> underscore sauce art on IG. You know what I'm saying? Type that in in your search bar. Click on that. We got the peppers for you. They nice and hot, nice and red, hot and ready, better than Little Caesars. Don't ask, don't question it. Just come and see. We got the sauce. We got the energy. We got the heat. Don't play with me. Don't play with us. <laughs> We're not out here for no and games. And this, and, this, <laughs> and this weekend, we have a pop-up, um, right? Um, what's, what's the address again? I'm sorry. It is, is it the 1972 Pennsylvania Avenue, I believe. I'm going to check yeah. that for you. Pulling it up. Sounds like that's over West. That's over West. Yeah, it's over West. It's right by, it's actually the oh. lot right at the Jubilee Arts Center. 1947. So it's 1947 Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, by Jubilee Arts. It's there for you, Kayla. Sadly. Yeah, we're part of Free Fall Baltimore, so we we're able to put these events on for this month of October. And um, we are partnered with B. Willow. We're partnered with Baltimore Clayworks. We're partnered with the Black Art District. And we are partnered with um, Jubilee Art Center and BOPA. So we were able to put all these um, pop-ups together this month because of them, which is so awesome. And um, we have... Three amazing artists this Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Please come. Please, please come. Um, you can meet Kai there. We have Gabe and you have Chris. And um, if you go on our Instagram, you'll see the flyer and all other information that you can get on there. And the sauce members will also be there. We will also have on display some sauce merchandise for a future purchase. So if you guys want to see these... Come and see us. Come Pull see up. the sauce in action. Please do not disappoint. No. Come in it's gonna right be Saturday. It's going to be nice, y'all. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. That, that point you made earlier about the uh, that community being linked up, like I just had the owner B. Willow on not too long ago, and I had uh, Isolina from uh, the Baltimore Clay Works on like a few weeks before that. So I'm making the rounds. Yes, you are. You're, you're also doing it for tech. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, yeah we're so yeah, grateful. Thank Thanks for being a part of this. Oh, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Uh, it's been it's been great. Um, I'm going to do the wrap up. So for the hot sauce, for the sauce, for the hot sauce, our collective, uh, Alex, Kayla, this is Rob Lee saying there's art in and around Baltimore. All you have to do is look for it. Mm-hmm.